good, man? It's your boy Derek Branch of Strike7Sports.com. Episode number 36 of the uh, Strike7Sports podcast. We're joined by the panel. Is uh, joined, joined here by the uh, Elton Seabury and uh, Brian Botta. Uh, tonight is a uh, NBA tip-off, start of the 2021-2022 uh, NBA season. Brian got his uh, Lakers cap on. He's uh, representing the team tonight. That's cool, you know. Uh, I'm watching this game behind me, and uh, Brooklyn is uh, losing to uh, Milwaukee. So that's that. Uh, tip off tonight. The rest of the banners. And season has begun. And, but as usual, it was another. Um, I would say it was a. It wasn't a bad week in NFL football. We had. Uh, I believe we had two games that went in overtime. Tennessee and uh, Buffalo. We're gonna talk about that a little bit tonight. Um, talk about uh, the uh, what that went down with that game, and we're also gonna talk about uh, some other NFL content. We won't be with you long. We won't be, won't be long tonight, you know, because guys, you know, won't watch the Lakers game, and you know, a couple fan boys on my own, on the pod tonight, you know, watch the. I mean, I like LeBron and all, but you know. It's cool to know my, you know, my people play the ball, but that's all good. But we'll start with a uh, open bell today, and um, I want to just discuss with y'all something that went down on uh social media yesterday, and that's concerning um Seahawks wide receiver uh DK Metcalf <laughs> and the uh, incident he got into with uh Shannon Sharp. And I just, you know, I'm going to just share my my take on it, you know, real quick and uh, send it to y'all, to the panel. But I just felt like it just went overboard, man. It just got blown out of proportion with the whole situation. But uh, what happened was uh, the game was, um, it was in the final uh, seconds of the game, final few minutes of the game between Seattle and uh, Pittsburgh. And, um... Metcalf caught a pass, was supposed to uh, go out of bounds, but stayed in bounds, and that's when um, I, I, and I noticed it. I noticed it on. I noticed it. I noticed. I noticed the play, and that's when uh, Shannon Sharp went in on Twitter, and I'm got. I got it pulled up right here on the uh, the website. Uh, field with Field Guns SB Nation fight site for Seattle, the Seattle Seahawks, and uh, it started off like this. Shannon Sharps tweeted, what was D DK thinking? Why well, try to play hero in that situation? So that started some things off. Uh, Seattle went into overtime, I believe. Yeah, it went into overtime. Couldn't get any momentum. Um, TJ Watt just went on a prowl and just went after him. And uh, went after Geno Smith. Um, Pittsburgh got the ball back. Um, kicked the field goal, I believe. Yeah, kicked the field goal, won the game. Um, Pittsburgh won in, a, won in overtime, but after that, the, the whole Twitter thing just started off. And Metcalf responded to uh, Shannon Shaw by saying, "Stop questioning me, questioning me, little, me, little boy." And then we'll scroll down some more, and Shannon Shaw responded, "Nothing to question. That was a dumb bleed play, <laughs> and you probably won't, you probably won't let you admit it." can't question anything I have done. Pray your resume will be as complete as mine. Pray and enjoy the rest of your day. So, 
Metcalf responded with, from the looks of it, I can wipe my behind with, your, with yours. Continue to gossip, which continue to gossip you you washed up wannabe. And then, man, it just, after that, it just went out of, it just spiraled out of control. Um, Metcalf responded with, you know what, you're right. I do pray my resume can catch up, can match up with yours. And that was pretty much the end of it, but people, I think a lot of other people just got involved with it and posting Shannon Sharp's resume and, you know, you had the Denver Broncos, um, the official Twitter account of the Denver Broncos posting Shannon Sharp's resume. You got the, uh, the Bleach Rupert, the BR, BR Gridiron posting Shannon Sharp highlights. I'm like, Damn. Dude, really? Really? <laughs> we went, we had to go that far to um, get at this guy. You know, and maybe he didn't know Shannon Sharp's resume. Maybe he didn't know. He's a young guy. But my issue is, it was a fair critique to me. It was a fair critique. You know what I'm saying? You can't really get at um, Shannon Sharp on that one. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to just go ahead and turn it over to the panel and see what y'all got to say on it. Uh, let me take this one first. Go ahead. Shannon Sharp does this all the time. He does, if he's looking at his Twitter, he critiques players all the time. This is the deal. So, I guess DK got a little uh, thin skin and decided to tweet at him. The one thing I will say, Shannon Sharp, while he's a good analyst and he's um, he's with there, he, he, people forget he's one hell of a player. He's a Hall of Famer for a reason. And so, he, DK Metcalf, if he had any most of a career as Shannon Sharp. That's a success. So put respect on his name. Usually, I'm with the young cats in this situation, but I gotta go with the, the older brother. I gotta defend my boy Shannon Sharp. He was right. That's all I gotta say. Go ahead. Um, I agree with you on um, on that. However, I will I will see where DK is coming from because I agree with you in that, that Shannon Sharp did have a great career in that way, but that's not the point of the argument. The point of the argument is that DK was upset with um, was upset with how Shannon came out, and I and you gotta look at it from a I look at it from a young guy standpoint. DK, this guy, this guy's 23, 24 years old. We're not, and, and our and Brian, we you and I know this from being in, in our twenties. We don't like criticism. We don't care how old we are. They're coming from. We don't like hearing, oh, we should have did this, we should have did that. And DK, we don't care. Okay, Shannon has a great resume, but his. That's not relevant to the argument. I don't know why I really said and had the reason to bring that up. So I really see where DK is coming from because there's no – we weren't – nobody's talking about Shannon Sharp's resume. We know his resume. The point of the matter is DK felt offended because he felt the criticism. He felt the criticism wasn't right, and I felt it was right. But at the same time, I can see where DK is coming from because we live in an age where us young cats don't like being told anything. Well, why you had to bring up the resume, though? <laughs> That's what I. That's what I was saying. That, that's not pertinent to this argument. Like, but a lot of Hall of Famers do that, though. A lot of the old players do that, though. Yeah. It, it was just too much. It just, it, I mean, I get the points, but it was just too much to me. It just like I didn't like when other people was getting involved in it and had to go out in their way to show Shannon Sharp's resume. You know, my y'all got to do all that, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> But anyways, man, just moving right along. So last night we watched uh, Buffalo and Tennessee, a game that I thought the uh, Titans were going to lose because 
their defense. It just guys were getting hurt, and they couldn't stop nobody. The Buffalo Josh Allen was was playing lights out, man. It's just I don't know. Is 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 Josh Allen one A and Mahomes one B? You know, I mean, it's just the games. The games are similar, almost somewhat similar, but um, there was a moment in the game. Final, this is the Seattle one, similar to the Seattle one. Final uh, minute to the game, Buffalo was on the one-yard line, and they were going to go for it. And they had an opportunity to kick a field goal. I think it was four and one, fourth and short. But um, Bill's head coach, Sean McDermott, had that much trust in his um, quarterback, his uh, quarterback that he decided to go for it. And they made they tried to do the quarterback sneak, the Drew, the Drew Brees lead, or whatever you want to call it, the Brady lead, whatever. And he didn't make it. And I'm gonna ask y'all, was did I, I? I felt like it was the right call. You know, you got a guy like Josh Allen, you know, elite QB, Mahomes, well, guys like that. You, you say you go for it, you know, because you trust them. But what do y'all think? Do y'all think um, that was the Bills should have played for the field goal? Um, Rating to go into overtime and possibly end it or go for it when you got a chance. Because they weren't stopped. Yeah. Jerry Henry was, was killing them. Yeah, uh, let me um, go first on this one. Uh, they made the right decision. I'm a really I'm an analytics guy, and analytics would support that decision. Uh, doesn't mean I, every decision I make is based off of analytics. I think that's stupid. But I think analytics tells an important portion of the story. And if I look at it this way. If the Bills didn't go for it, they're playing to go to overtime. And overtime, you don't know. You may lose the toss and may not get the ball. So they had a chance to win it right there. They made the right decision. If you really think about it, Josh Allen slid. But give Jeffrey Simmons credit. He made one hell of a play to really get in there and get some penetration and blow that play up. So, uh, but yeah, I, I would have gone for it. I think it's just the right decision. If you have a chance to win the game, you win it right then and there. Um, I disagree with you wholeheartedly. Not surprisingly, um, field goal and taking that chance in overtime. But sales of the matter is that um, we have to realize this: the Bills' defense wasn't stopping anyone. Either I mean, something stopping King. Uh, well, Mister Derrick Henry. And so, while I understand you want to end the game there, give your team a chance. Like I, I know you, the Bills, have this phenomenal offense and. Yeah, they they can move the ball on any team in the NFL, but don't let your ego take you out of the moment. Three points gets you were overtime. Hey, you say you don't know if you lose the toss, you may win the toss, and you may you may score, you may touch down and win the game, but at least get you to that point. Guarantee yourself a chance uh, to afford. There was no guarantee, and as you we saw, there is no guarantee that they were going to get that first down at all. But get, if you want to do, if you want to get to overtime, you want to give you a chance, a chance to legitimate win. You get those three points, and you then you, you live to fight another day. They didn't get a chance to fight another day because they didn't get it. So, well, that's this is what happened. That's fair, and it's gonna be interesting because if it comes down to speed and later on, this tiebreaker goes to the Titans. I don't have the title of being as good as the Bills record-wise, but we'll see. That, that's gonna be something. We could look back on this and see. I know he's, <laughs> I know he's happy about his Raiders beating the Broncos. You saw we, we got the dub. <laughs> we got the hey man, hey bro, bro, hey. Derrick Henry, save y'all, man. 
Derrick Henry saved me all right now, man. Ryan Tannehill, I don't know what's going on, but it's, it's all about Derrick Henry right now. It's, it's the Titans before, you know, this is the Tennessee Titans before it all, uh, you know, they try to get fancy with A.J. Brown and Julio and all this other stuff. This is the the, the, the previous Titans, the, tw the 2019 Titans, when it just give the Henry and he just went off. I don't know what's going on with Tannehill. But my, my secondary question to this is, second part of this question is, do you think the Titans can hold on to this lead or will they collapse because of their bad defense to the Indianapolis Colts? Because I think Indianapolis is going to get on the road eventually. I agree. I'm worried. I'm worried. And uh, if you really think about it, the Colts should have beat the Ravens. I know they didn't, but they should have. So this team isn't as bad as their records. They're better than their records as they are. Uh, and it's going to be interesting. I think they play in a couple of weeks, too. But um, this, this race to win this division is going to be really, really interesting. I think the Colts still have a chance because the Titans, they, you just don't know what you're going to get week in and out. <laughs> Derrick Henry may be the only consistent thing. I, I, I kind of disagree with you on Tannehill. Pa part of the reason, has he played as well as he's played in the past year? No, but he was going to have a regression. He was like the level he was playing at especially that first year, there was no way he was going to play, continue to play like that. That just wasn't going to happen. But he's still finding ways to at least give his team a chance to win, and that's all you can really ask for. Uh, but, yeah, I agree. The Colts are coming. It's only a matter of time before I believe this division will be tied, and I, I can see this coming down to the last week. You know what? I'm actually, and I, and I have a strong dislike for the Titans, but I actually think they're going to hold the lead. You know why? Because there's no, they play in the AFC slouch. The AFC slouch. I don't call it the South, it's the AFC slouch. Because just, you have the Texans, you have the Jaguars, you have an inconsistent coast team. Yeah, they dominated. You, you, it was like the help, the helpless beating on the, on the more helpless when they beat. I don't too much into that win over the Texans. I don't think they're consistent enough personally. They have a great I like Jonathan Taylor a lot. That's the only thing I like about their offense. I don't like Car I like Carson Wentz, but I don't like he's not consistent enough for me. And the defense has the coach defense is better than Titans defense, but I just think Derrick Henry, when they play, Derrick Henry is gonna be the big difference in those games. And I actually think the Titans are gonna hold on and win the division. And then I but it's by they're winning by default, not because they're really better than anyone. So I'm not gonna put too much credit into the Titans to be honest. Okay. You know what they say, Brian? Brian? No, I mean, not really. I'm not surprised he has to stay. Actually, well, he supported me. Never mind. I'm surprised. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I like the way the Titans are playing. But uh, I, I think I think he'll be – I personally think he'll be cold, close because the Colts are better than the record since then. All right, moving right along. So – that uh, I would call this the a local news, the, the local bombshell, and that's concerning Jaron Jackson. JJ, he got the bag, five years, hundred five million dollar contract, according to Woj. Um, I looked online, a couple groups, Facebook groups, some uh, Memphis Twitter. It was kind of a mixed response. A lot of people ain't happy. Don't think he just kind of deserved the type of money. I just want to ask y'all, you know, y'all more, y'all a little more. I'm, Getting getting a little more, you know, up to, up to par with the the Grizzlies and all that. But I want to ask y'all about this contract. Do you think he is a a long term stay, 
with um, John Morant playing with the Grizzlies. And um, do you think he'll be reliable going forward? Uh, do with that, and that's with you know the injury history and you know everything else because last year they made that run without it. They made it run without it. Don't give that kid a thirty I million, bro. They weren't giving that guy a thirty I million. No, they wouldn't, man. Come on, man. Who the Kings? The Kings? Nobody giving that guy thirty million, bro. Bro, he not worth thirty million. He not. He not worth twenty. He not worth twenty six million, and he got that. But he what? That's overpaid. That. I don't get it. Hey, but go ahead, man. Finish. But I'm saying, my thing is this. I just feel personally, you and a guy that that um, is not reliable. He's never played more than 60 games in a season. He was there for the last year's playoff, but when they made that run in the bubble, he wasn't there in 2020. When nope. they tried to make that run in the bubble, he wasn't there. But he was there last year for last year's playoffs, and he played actually adequately well, I think. He played, I think, against Utah, he had some, he had some stretches, I think. And, but I just feel that he's, he have, it's so much about potential with him. Like I see all these metrics where he's the only guy, 6'11 in the bug, to shoot so and so from three, average this amount of points, and get this many right rebounds, and did it. I'm like, okay, but I need to see a complete Jaron Jackson that dominates every night. And first of all, they give me more than 60 games because I'm not paying you 26 million for you to pay 50 games. I'm not. And. I need to see more consistency from him. I, I saw some I saw some on Twitter that was saying about how he needs, he needs to have at least twenty-seven and two, and I think those are numbers he needs to hit. I think he needs to hit those numbers. And personally, to answer your second question, do I think he'd be a mainstay in in uh, Memphis? Yeah, because they don't have anyone else. Personally, I'm sorry, and they don't they won't be bad enough to draft as high as they were. So I don't think they're gonna get a guy competitive. So yeah, he'll be a mainstay. And he's only twenty-one, so yeah, they'll keep him around. So yeah. do you do you think this contract is about what he's gonna do instead of hey you did a you did an okay job here hundred five million or is this about what he's we think you can do? It's about what it's about what they think he can do because if you look at Jaren Jackson it's a lot of money. Is he good? You looked at him his first three seasons. I didn't I didn't see hundred and five million dollars running up and down that court and said it's for him every night. I didn't see it personally, but maybe maybe my eyes were deceiving me. Maybe maybe I'm just being a little too harsh on him. I'm not gonna criticize the man. Congratulations for getting the bag, but jeez, man. I mean, can we please just pay? Can God get paid for who they are, and not because like I, I tweeted out the other day, sports is the only profession where somebody is just paid off who they or who they could be, not really who they are. Hey, not man. Any other profession, do you pay somebody based? On, do you pay somebody off? What they could be. You get paid when you go apply for a job and you work somewhere, you get paid for what you are. Nobody pays you, oh, I see you have this potential. We're gonna pay you more. I don't see that in most other jobs. It's Maybe business. It's about taking yeah. risk. You take risk in yeah. business. That's what they're doing. It's an investment. 
He might be a bad investment. Go ahead. Right. Uh, yeah, I think let me just make one quick important note. It's only four years, so I think it's still 105, but I think it's four years. So I think Jaron Jackson's the winner in this one because, like you said, DB, there was no way a smart team, they, there are a lot of stupid teams in the NBA, so if they could have been a team that would have given him $30 million, that would have been a mistake, assuming he has, he, unless if he had like some insane season. But I just don't know if I see that. So the way I look at it, the Grizzlies are a small market team. They have to keep Jared Jackson at that price. I'm not so sure. I personally, if I was the Grizzlies, I would have waited if I was the – but Jared Jackson, I think, ended up winning because he got a deal. And I think he's – I don't think he would have got this much if he had if he had not gotten a deal done. Now, um, it's going to be an interesting – next few years for the Grizzlies because now they're out of cap space and so unless if they move some pieces around so it'll be interesting to see what they can add because they're about to pay job and then after that they're going to be kind of stuck with what they can do in terms of cap space so they better hope some of their young players hit and, and some of the veterans they either have now or the veterans they get can really fit well with the main two players Jaron and uh, Ja. My question for you guys, I, I personally don't think John and Jaren can be the best two players on a championship team. I think they can be the second and third, but I don't think they can be one and two. You don't think Jock can be a one? Not in my opinion. All right, if you get, all right I just want to hear you. You can explain why you think he can be a one. I, I just want to hear. I personally don't. But get, go ahead. Man, like why he can't be a one, man? You seen this guy play? John's good, but... The moment ain't too big for him. That's like my biggest pet peeve for players, man. Playing on small market teams. Young players that high, high, high draft picks, high draft picks that go to small market teams. Is the moment too big for you, and can you deliver? I know you're young, you got growing, you have growing pains and all that, but can you deliver, man? Is it too big for you? Playing the small market. And he got all that. I think he's ready. I think, I think he's ready, man. That's a that guy's gonna be a forty million dollar player, man. Definitely. 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 I mean, and he's a one. He's a one. If you don't think he's a one, there's a lot of other teams that thinks he's think he's a one and would and would love to have. All right. Jaron Jackson. I don't know. Verdict out. Yeah, Jaron Jackson. Hell no, he's not a number one. Because every time, every time, every time, every time. Go ahead. Every time I hear, every time, oh my bad, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, my bad. Every time I hear about the Grizzlies on the radio to the games, Jared Jackson's out, Jared Jackson's out, he's out, he's hurt, he's going to be out for this alone. Let me see it, man, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a, um, um, don't pay this guy and, hey, the, the team believes this guy's worth it, oh well, we'll find out. Go ahead, man. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll ultimately find out. Uh, but I think again, the Grizzlies were kind. Grizzlies were stuck. They could have waited, and I personally would have done that. But you're probably gonna play him a similar, maybe a little bit less. Well, you was like, adamant about that. I remember. Yeah, that, you wrote that, about that, it. That contract <laughs> that I, um, I put in spot that spot trick put. They uh, they did an estimation that he would have gotten four years, uh, 
88 million. That would if they had gotten him that, that would have been a much better contract for the Grizzlies. But um, Jaron Jackson was able to get more, and I, I give him and his agent credit for doing that. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what the Grizzlies can add to this core of Jaron and Jock. Uh, they really the reason why I don't think Jock can be a number one is like if you look at all the teams that have won the recent championship team championships, the the best player was either was a wing for the most part. Now you can maybe say Steph Curry that one year, but Jock Love he's not gonna be as good as Steph Curry. That you're you're dreaming if you think that. So um, can he be maybe a if Steph Curry's like a one A? Could he be maybe a one B? Maybe a one C? Maybe, but. Uh, Steph Curry is just on another level, and he, he's like arguably the second best point guard in NBA history behind Magic Johnson. So, behind Magic uh, Johnson? He, 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 he Go ahead. Go ahead, man. You got, him, you got him up that kind of high, man. That's high. Like in the top ten, probably. We got I man. There's, there's so many point right, guards I've seen play, man. There's so many point guards I've seen play, man. Give me your top three point guards. What, bro? Bro, come on, man. John, well, hold on. Magic. I've seen John Stockton play. Chris Paul. That's my three right there, man. I got. There's like more than that, man. I got more than that, man. I can't put. I can't. Alright, if you're talking about like a traditional point guard, I'll give you that. But I can't put I can't put Chris Paul and John Stock after I've seen them. Well, I haven't seen him. He was before my time. But I can't put them over Steph Curry. Uh, now, if you want to say Steph Curry benefited like some of his rings, he wouldn't have it if it wasn't for Kevin Durant. That's a fair argument. Uh, but you can say that about a lot of players. But I, I still think Steph Curry is better than those two, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah, I, I think with that the way his face is looking, he has something to say. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna act like uh, DP did this disrespect one of the greatest three point shooters of all time. And regardless, regardless of position, and it is definitely a top, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, is a top five point guard. Personally, I do think the second best point guard of all time is Oscar Robinson, but that's not really good there. Um, but to get back to the original point. The point, their question was, is John Moran a one on a championship? I don't know. Can 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 I? Can my answer be is to be determined? That's I don't okay. know. Because I was thinking about that the other day. Then I also thought about your team, the uh, Pelicans, the Zion Williamson number one on championship team. I compared it to. I said I don't know. I don't know yet. Like I can't. I can't say after two seasons of a guy. We'll know probably about this year or the early next year if this. They both are, because I think the verdict out on both of them. Now, are they great? Can they be great players on good teams? Yeah, for sure, they have been on decent teams, so at least. But I don't know because I don't. I haven't seen John Ray in enough pressure situations. I've seen him play five playoff games, so I can't say. And he was really, and they really had little to no chance of winning. So I let's see when they get into a series when maybe a maybe they a, maybe if they I don't think they make the playoffs this year. That's my goal prediction. But if they let's just say they make they get in as maybe a, a, a six or maybe a five seed, maybe 
maybe they maybe they go get the team that's kind of more even and if we get him just a more pressure situation. And then maybe they can give me a more estimate determination. But as far as Jared, I agree with you said, DB. Um, he's not a number one. But I think Jared could be a, a really good three. Jared's a really good – Jared could be a good three. I don't think he's a two either. And, and really, it's so much, like I said, the difference between John Moran and Jared Jackson is potential. We're seeing what John Moran is. All out here is sold on Jared. Oh, when he got hurt this time, he was on pace to have this. Well, if he was on – you need to get – you need to – I'm not – injuries happen. But injury bugs happen. You can't blame the guy for getting hurt. But I'm just saying, we are always hurt. And it's always – he can he can't do this he can't do that at some point they get old and we need to see it okay yeah i have one final thing to add um, yeah i agree with most of what he said tb i just want to want to ask you when you say tb determined what why, why do you want you just don't like what what um what are you will you kind of explain a little bit but like what do you think? Of what define what you think the, the best player on the championship team is? Let's put it that way. If he would, what I define as the best player on the championship team is if he weren't there, there's no way we'd even be close to getting this situation. Like, like that's why when people say like, what is that? Let's take this argument. When people say Kevin Durant was the best player on the 2017, 2018 team, a lot of people disagree because he wasn't there before and they already won. So that's why they never won a championship without Steph Curry. They won without that, KD. Is it, am, am, am I making up things, or is this, this is legitimate fact, man? They didn't win well, without well, it. We all know the real reason why they won, but well, let's not go there. Uh, uh, this yeah. is what I'll say. Let's put it that way. Let's, I, think, let me, I think this is what you're trying to say, and correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Kevin Durant was, is the best player. Steph Curry is the most important player. Is that, is that correct? Right? Yeah, correct. Right. And you didn't hit it on the mark, and... Like we said, I think John Moran and Zion, both we, we talk about Zion now, but both guys can be important, like the best player. They can be the most important key glue guys to where, if not a glue guy, I mean, both of them, but I'm saying they can be guys who, without the team, without them on the team, there's no chance they'd be there, but I don't know them. I can say, I can't say yet they're the best player on a, on a championship team because if they could be the best because they first of all, their teams aren't the I don't really like how both teams are built because I don't think there's enough firepower on either team. I think there's a lot of, lot of solid role players, but I just don't know. And they, like I said, I haven't seen enough play, pressure situations in the playoffs for me to say the line and never been to the playoffs. And Jai's only played five games. I don't know. All right. And uh, one, five, one more thing that I saw. Bobby Marks, I I, y'all probably know who that is. He's yeah. a genius. He put out the second youngest team in the NBA, the Memphis Grizzlies. So, his uh, Leo's bold prediction about them missing the playoffs, I don't think is as crazy as it seems. Because the West, again, is a gauntlet. All right. Okay, moving right along. Speaking of that, we, the next topic we're going to talk about is um, expectations for our uh, teams that we follow. The expectations, I mean, what I mean by that is how far do you think they're going to go? Are they a playoff team? Do you think they can go far this year? So I'm going to start off, man, with the Pelicans. So as y'all may have heard, Zion Williamson is out once again because of an injury that, you know, my, my general manager, Griffin, decided to, you know, get with his, fam his family. Like, is it, like, would his family say something? He keep it on the low. 
and he's been he does a pretty good job with um dealing with the media people people that's been saying um he's deceptive he's not telling the truth whatever but anyways i wrote this in the article yesterday i said the Pelicans are gonna either sink or swim this year they're gonna be really good or bad they're gonna suck plain and simple there's no in between with it um I got some uh, kind of motivated by what I've seen, what I'm hearing about this kid, uh, Trey Murphy III out of uh, Virginia. He's a power forward who's going to be stepping in for um, Zion Williamson while he's out. Uh, he said that, uh, based on the scout reporting, what I've read, he's uh, a shooter. He can shoot. Pelicans need shooters. And hopefully that can be a guy that can fill that void until um, he gets back, get, you know, comes back to the, the lineup. Um, but he is a rookie, and there there is some uh, issues that he may have. One of them I read about is that he's a not, he's not a great adjuster. He's a guy that can that plays within the script, and if you take him out of script when he's driving the lanes, he can get crossed up and get confused. Hopefully, it doesn't take him that long to get break out of that. I don't know, but um, the roster we have, we should be. Still a, a, a team that can fight for a playoff spot. Now, for me, if we can get into the play-in, man, the play-in tournament, but go home, I think that's a success. Some people may not see it that way. They may see it as, you know, we underachieve it again with the roster, the type of roster we have, but we just got to get something. We just got to show that we're going in the right direction. And I think a play-in tournament, get to the play-in tournament, and, you know, we probably can squeak into the playoffs. That would be a success for me. But I hope this team can get a, a top, be a sixth seed in the, in the West. So, there's that. But I got another team, too. I got This is my childhood team, though. It's the Chicago Bulls. All right. I've been liking the Bulls. And that's because of the Jordan thing. So, um, we got a squad, man. We came up. The Bulls came up this year. We got uh, Lonzo Ball. We got it. We guys are going coming with uh, working with Zach Levine. We got the kid Kobe White. We got uh, Demar Derozan. Um, a pretty good ball club. And I think the Bulls are going to be a playoff team, not a playing team, a playoff team. Don't know how far they go when they um, go into the uh, in the East, but the Bulls are a playoff team. The Pelicans. I hope they can get into the playing tournament and make and make moves from there. Hopefully, I mean we don't need to go out and make any unnecessary trades that we think can put us over the top. So I think like most news we have. So that's my that's my takeaways from that. My previews. What y'all got? Uh I'll go real quickly. The Pelican I agree with you. I'll make it short and sweet on the Pelicans. The goal is to at least make the play in. Anything but that is a failure. Obviously you want to make the playoffs, but you've got to make the play in. That that's fair expectations. Uh and then number two the last two teams that have made the Eastern Conference's uh, finals as surprised as the Hawks last year, and then who made it the year before that nobody expected? The Heat. Uh, I think the Bulls can be that team this year. I really like what they did in the offseason. They added a lot of really quality players. Now they've just got to put it all together. Uh, but I really like what the Bulls did. They, I would not be surprised. Uh, that's actually one of my bold predictions. I think they'll make the Eastern Conference finals. All right, go ahead. But what about your team, though? You, you're... Uh, my, oh, the, uh, okay. my Lakers, yeah, championship or bust. Uh, the one thing I will say, people, don't be surprised if they struggle out the, 
uh, out the gate, especially on the defensive end. Uh, I, 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 I won't be surprised if we get blown out today. I'm not even going to. 7-4, man. We got to work. We got that deep. And then not only that, they got to stop start playing AD at the 5. I don't care. I believe he, AD wants to win, so he's willing to do it. But they got to start. And look, I understand why they're not doing it right now because they just don't have big wings. That's another issue. They just have a lot of guards, uh, some forward, power forwards, and some centers, but they legit have one wing, um, or at least big wing, Trevor Reason. He's going to be out for two months, so they'll have some short wings to be like guard thrown at Andrew Wiggins. Hopefully he won't torch them tonight. But, uh, yeah, championship or bust for the Lakers. Uh, the question I want to ask for you, do you think the – I don't know, Did you were you the one that said you think the – Maybe it was Stephen A. Smith who said the Warriors are going to make it to the Western Conference Finals. Do you think that, DB? I don't know, man. Uh, it's possible, man. It just it depends on Clay Thompson, man, and uh, Steph. But uh, like I, I already I wrote in the piece today. I just think the, the the West is different than compared to when they pretty much dominated those teams. Those teams have gotten a lot better. Clippers got better. They used to own the Clippers been a while, a while back. Um, Utah, you got Utah now, Memphis, um, shoot, you still, the Spurs, who knows, Denver, there's so many great teams in the West, man, but I think they can make it if they're on the court. Yeah, one guy who's uh, a candidate for, a breakout candidate, Jordan Poole, if the Warriors have a big season, he's going to be a, re- a big reason why, in my opinion. And the one that I'll say about Clay Thompson, he's not going to be the same Clay Thompson. If you're thinking that, and when I say you, I say the fact out there, you think Clay Thompson will be, he won't be the same. When you can't, when you number one, he hasn't played in almost two years. If you really think about it. And then number two, the injuries he's coming off. He, nobody's ever come off an ACL and an Achilles and come back and just been the same. Can he still be a solid player? Yeah. But he, he just won't be the same player he once was. And I think that's what people got to understand. That's why, in order for the Warriors to really make the one run, they're going to need their young players. But especially the main two guys they need to get a lot out of are Wiggins and Poole. If those two guys have really good seasons, I think they can make to the Western Conference Finals.
they feel the, the organization obviously feels confident to run it pretty much back with these guys. So it's, I, I, I expect the average to force this year. Don't they make a big deadline to try to get somebody. Um, I mean, they have a lot of conversations. They have a lot of Chris Thompson and Luka making big money. But I, I really am intrigued to see what all right. All right, now, this is the last one right here. For real, this is the last question. Real quick. Who y'all got going to the finals? I got, uh, for me, I got uh, Brooklyn coming out of uh, out of the East, and I got the Clippers coming out of the West. So I'm going to go with Brooklyn winning the championship. Y'all go. Go ahead. Uh, right now, I, I have the right to reserve to change my mind based on uh, players deciding to get the vaccine, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You know who I'm going to lead into. But, uh, Right now, I'm going to go with the Bucks, and I'm going to go with the Lakers. I think those are the teams that make it out of each respective conference. All right. Yeah, what you got, man? <laughs> my goodness. Preseason picks. Oh, my goodness. Hey, the Bucks look good tonight. They, they just beat the Nets by 20. So, my goodness. Well, you know, let's crown on the chip. Now, I think the person, seriously, I would take um, the Miami Heat in the finals to come out of the East, and I will have, of course, I want the Leopard to come out the West, and of course, that's what I want. But, will they, you know what, I'm going to go with the Lakers to come back out of the West, uh, and they go back to the finals for the first time since 2020, so this is last year, too. I'm going to go with them. Okay. All right. Get that rematch from that bubble final. Right, Jimmy Butler? Get that rematch from that bubble final. Oh, okay. The one that nobody didn't like, didn't, 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 the championship didn't count? Okay. That's cool, <laughs> man. But I like the Clippers, man. I like I like the Clippers. I thought they were close last year until, you know, Kawhi went down. I thought the Clippers were going to make it. But I got the Clippers in the net, so, you know, taking it, going at it in the finals. Well, anyways, man, that's all we have for y'all for right now, man. Give us a like, comment, subscribe. Subscribe to the channel. See if you listen to this on YouTube. Like, comment, subscribe, critique. Um, same as if you listen to it on iTunes, Apple, well, iTunes, uh, Spotify, Anchor, or wherever you listen to your podcast. You check out StrikesOutSports.com for latest content on the NFL, the NBA, college football, and much more. Have a blessed night. We out. Peace.